Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciated. So, yeah, if you click on this, we are discussing season two of the Saved by the Bell reboot. And as I sat down to record this, and I'm looking at my notes, and I'm like... I feel like I don't have that much to say. And so I went back because I did discuss season one and realized that I combined season one with another show, <laughs> which was industry, which a weird combination. Don't don't know what the thinking was behind that because those two shows are complete like <laughs> polar opposites. But yeah, so I'm like, is this going to be a contender to be the shortest episode because you guys know I did a episode like a couple weeks ago or this past week and that was to date my shortest episode I've ever done so we shall see but I thought that you know since this is going to be short I can probably give you guys some updates (laughs) on what I'm watching and what's coming down the pipeline especially since we are in the holiday season and this is usually the time when I slow down I'm still trying to gauge if that is going to be the case just because I have been um, batch recording. But I've also been able to finally, I know I say this all the time and all of my, also FYI, this beginning piece, I think I already said this, it's going to be like me just talking about what I'm watching and all that stuff. Yeah, I said that. Also, I should do this first. It is just me. Hi, hello. So we're probably going to go all over the place and I'm probably going to repeat myself because clearly I just did that and there are going to be spoilers and what else do I need to say to make sure people don't flip a switch? Uh, Yeah, spoilers, myself, go all over the place, no linear lines, all that great stuff. Okay, now back to what I've been doing. So yeah, so I finally caught up on all of the CW shows because I was... You guys don't understand how far behind I was. Like, I think Supergirl, I was behind like six or seven episodes. Riverdale, which is doing this Riverdale thing, I've kind of been trying to keep up with it because I just can't do like more than one episode in a sitting, <laughs> which sounds crazy. Um, Legends, I was behind about three to four episodes. Batwoman, I was behind like six, seven episodes. I was behind a lot on CW stuff. I finally caught up and then everyone's now doing so Supergirl is done like series finale contemplated talking about it still don't know so if I do then you'll see that um, episode pop up in your feed but everything else they're all doing these five episode arcs so the flash which I also was behind by a couple of episodes the flash um, Riverdale was doing this Riverdale thing, which I just said. Uh, Legends, I don't think they're doing a five episode arc. They could be, but I don't think so. And then Batwoman just had their mid-season finale. So like, I'm on the fence of what I want to do with CW shows. I know for the past, it's almost been two years since I've done, I don't think it's been that long, but since I've done a mid-finale episode, I think it's been a, it's been a while, at least since we've been in um, like what the world has been <laughs> post 2020. Uh, yeah, so I've been contemplating how I want to do this, if I even want to talk about them. I know I've been complaining a lot about some of those shows on that <laughs> network, 
<laughs> and I don't know if you're new, I guess I'll say this. I am one of those people who like, I feel like everyone should have their own opinions and we're not all going to like the same things and enjoy the same things. And we're all going to have differing opinions. So we should be able to respectfully speak about the opinions that we have and why they may be different and why we may like or not like something. And so I don't like to just come on here and do a whole episode of me just shit talking <laughs> something, um, just to shit talk it. Like I want it to be constructive. And so that's kind of what I am battling with as far as the CW shows, because there's just, oh, it's, it's very um, easy to get on here and just spend 30, 40 minutes shit talking everything that's happening right now on that network but I don't want to do that and I don't think it's all bad but I just don't understand the direction that some of these shows are taking and it just feels it it feels like we're just doing something to do it or like we there is not really I don't know I don't know so I just don't want to get on here and spend like 30 40 minutes just ragging on all those shows. So I'm still trying to figure out how I want to go about it because also the other thing that's been really challenging um, when I do like mid finale or mid season finale, um, spring finales, and then like season finale episodes, they're all generally ending around the same time, which is why they all get grouped together. And the issue that um, I'm run into, especially with like, schedules and things shifting due to like not being able to film for a while and like the coast cove situation <laughs> like pushing everything off so like everything is not ending at the same time and they're kind of getting a little bit back on track but it's still pretty off like even Riverdale we just ended the last season like a month ago and then we just came back with this five episode Riverdale arc so <laughs> Like, I just feel like the timelines are all over the place. So that's another reason why I've just been like, I don't know if I want to really do a mid-finale. So I don't know. Just if you see it pop up in your feed, then I did it. If you don't, then I just decided not to do it. And we may revisit <laughs> when we get to the season finale um, point. Just, and also, it might make more sense because some of these shows are doing these five-episode arcs to just wait till the season finale. I don't know. But anyway, so what am I watching? I'm watching Will of Time. Is that what that show is called? It's on Amazon Prime. It literally just premiered like last week. They dropped, I think, three episodes and then it's doing the weekly thing, which if it was for a while, you know, that frustrates me when they do that on a streaming platform, but whatever. So I think what I'm going to do, because I did watch the first three episodes and there's just so much going on in that show that... For me personally, watching the first three episodes and then watching it week to week is not going to work. So I watched the first three episodes. I think episode four just dropped and I'm just going to wait until all the episodes drop, watch them all, and then I will most likely talk about it. Uh, the other thing that just dropped is Gossip Girl. The second half of the first season just dropped that if you listen to um, my Gossip Girl season point five or one a I don't know what I called it but if you listen to that episode then um you know that I watched that in a binge format and so I'm probably gonna do the same thing for um this go around it looks like they're dropping three episodes at a time which I think works better <laughs> but I'm still probably gonna wait um 
because then that's just like two weeks of waiting and then we could just wrap up season one of Gossip Girl. And sorry if you guys hear that, it's the refrigerator, it's so loud. Um, <laughs> like really, really loud. So if you hear something in the background, that's the refrigerator. Um, and so, yeah, so that is also on my radar. What else am I watching? Hawkeye, which just dropped Disney Plus, you know, they do the weekly thing. So they dropped the first two episodes and then it's going to be weekly. Um, of course, I'm going to talk about it because it's Marvel. Uh, so we'll talk about that. And yeah, I think that's everything that I can remember that dropped um, or recently dropped that will be coming up in December. So look out for those. Um, and then there's just some other things that's just been on my list that I want to watch and may potentially show up on the podcast. Um, but if you guys have any recommendations of anything that you're watching that I haven't mentioned here that you want to hear my POV on, let me know. You can let me know on Discord or social media. You can DM me. I've gotten DMs of suggestions. So that works as well. The other thing that I was thinking about, so there's like this movie series, um, like the after <laughs> Um, movies that are based on like a book I would never ever talk about this on this podcast because it's truly a guilty pleasure of mine to watch it's like <laughs> all the things that I get on here and talk about are wrong with some of the things that I talk about or the shows that I talk about because I do watch a lot of like teeny shows this has all of it <laughs> But you may be surprised at what my opinion would be because I literally just watched um, after we fell. After I was like, because <sighs> I was, I could not remember if I watched it, but literally they were just like dropping them. Like, I think it was after we collided, it was last year. And so that's where I was like mixing them up because it's like, I feel like I just watched this movie, but it was after we collided. So I just watched after we fell. And then I think there's one more, which I think is dropping next year. But if you ever want to hear me talk about it, just let me know. <laughs> but I was thinking about that as I was sitting and watching After We Fall. I was like, I would never talk about this. But if anyone wants to hear hear my POV, like definitely, I would tell you. And you may be surprised by what I have to say. So anyway, those are all the things that I wanted to get out. Um, I'll probably put like a time, a time, a time stamp in the description for those who just want to jump ahead to the Saved by the Bell portion of this, but let's get into this. So Saved by the Bell season two, I have to say, I felt like the first episode, so there were 10 episodes, they're all 30 minutes or less, which means it's a quick watch. I literally watched this in one day. I watched it on the day that it dropped because <laughs> it's just like easy to let it play. Um, and thank you Peacock for dropping all of the episodes at once. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I will say the first episode seemed a little piloty to me and I don't know why it kind of was giving me, um, like season one feels where it felt like everyone was still trying to get their footing and it was a little too, and I kind of talked, I feel like I talked about this about the first season. Whereas when I, when I watch these reboots, like Saved by the Bell, Fuller House and watching them now, I'm always like, were they this cheesy? like the original ones and say by the bell I just don't remember it being like this cheesy and over the top 
<laughs> but the first episode was kind of giving me season one feels and then it kind of like plateaued and then it was like okay and it felt like they were they quickly got into a groove season two felt a little more like everyone was in a rhythm everyone was working off of each other we kind of like it felt settled in whereas season one it just felt like there was so much that they had to prove and like not only like the in the storyline but also for the show <laughs> if that makes sense so like in the storyline where we had the kids who end up at Bayside um having to pretty much fight and say like we belong here um that was all happening the first season whereas this one they had a pan situation they literally condensed it to a 60 second recap and then we had like some mentions in the first episode and then like it was there in the back of the mind but it wasn't really like a strong theme um because like a lot of what the kids were doing throughout the season at least when we talk about mac and daisy it was more so like trying to make up for lost time where someone had a really good quote i can't remember who said this if it was um topman but it was in the, the season finale episode uh there's no such thing as lost time just time you keep growing and learning I was like that's a good quote because <laughs> we always talk about how like we don't have enough time or like oh this past like two years or probably like the first year and a half of it because um, things have kind of like relaxed a little bit but like the past like year and a half we felt like we've been confined to like our own personal spaces and we feel like we've lost so much time but it's like no time just keeps moving <laughs> and you technically really didn't lose that time because in that time like you did grow you did learn like things happen so I don't know it's a, a good perspective um shift to have when you're thinking about like lost time and how it relates to like everything that's happened over the last two years <sighs> but anyway I just had to get that out because I thought that was a good quote. But <laughs> where we find the kids, so like these kids literally did not see each other over the last um, year and a half or however long we're going to say it's been. And so we had Lexi and Jamie, like awkward because it's like we haven't had, had a kiss since literally the last season. And so they were trying to navigate that and like being in a relationship. Jamie, of course, I feel like he kind of Jamie's an interesting character because he's so dumb, but he's also kind of smart. <laughs> and I feel like we kind of highlighted that um, a lot this season with his interactions with Lexi, but then also with him and Lexi dealing with Mac when Mac was like trying to prank, um, what's her name? Daisy's boyfriend and like was like taking it way too far. But even with Jamie trying to figure out like what he wanted to do, because like the overarching theme of the season is that they had the, I think it's called like the spirit. I wrote it down. Let's see if I can quickly find it in my notes, because you guys know I have notes for this. But this, it was a spirit competition, which is like a California spirit competition. It's among like multiple high schools. It's like a tradition that, um, which I didn't write the other school down, but the school that or it's like Bayside's biggest rivals, which literally has like <laughs> carbon copy um, kids similar to the kids at Bayside, like if you lay them all out. Um, but it's like tradition for them to like be the top two, but Bayside always loses. 
And so, um, and the one thing I said when this when the season started, I was like, okay, we had all the drama last season with um, Aisha, was with Jamie, but then she broke up with him. But Lexi always, we knew that she liked Jamie. And so there was always like this thing that was happening. Then at the end of the um, first season, they finally, like she finally tells him her feelings and then they kiss and they get together, but then Aisha's feeling some type of way. And so we like, kind of deal with that a little bit at the beginning of this season but like it was good that I enjoyed the scene that we had between Aisha and Lexi when um they finally talked they were doing the whole like phone um hotline teen hotline thing and uh they finally like talked it out and kind of like confronted each other, I guess you could say. And Aisha was like, she's not really um upset that Lexi is with Jamie. Like she's more so upset that she felt like she lost her, a friend in Lexi. And I was like, you know, these are like the positive moments where I feel like we kind of used to get in these um, 90s sitcoms is like, there's a learning moment in this, even though like there's all this stuff that's happening and we're supposed to be laughing and all this other stuff, but like there's real legitimate learning teaching moments. And I thought that was like, <laughs> again, I watched so many teen based shows that it is refreshing to see like a dialogue between two women or girls or whatever you want to call them because they're in high school but like they're still young ladies <laughs> who are like no we're not really fighting over the guy it's more so like I feel like I lost my friendship in you and like let's prepare that friendship versus let's fight over this guy so I don't know I enjoyed that I thought that that was refreshing um, and the one thing I did say, which I was saying, and then I got off track with Lexi and Aisha, was that I wanted to see, like, more, um, like, relational, relations, <laughs> relations, <laughs> more, like, relationships for some of these kids who didn't get it in the first season. So, like, Mac, I don't think that's really going to happen for a while because he's kind of, like, a womanizer, <laughs> if you will, like, similar to his dad, but his dad kind of had Kelly there to kind of ground him. Like, he had, like his one OTP or one, ugh, I'm, I said I was going to not say that ever again in the episode because <laughs> no one like really says that but um he has like one true person in, and I know OTP is one true pairing or something like that but he had his his person in Kelly so he she was kind of like grounding in him even though he still was kind of like a womanizer in a way and he's had various relationships that we see him navigate but like Kelly was always the one who was there it was like this grounding familiar person um and so for Mac I feel like we haven't really had that for him but then we kind of they do kind of open it up for there to possibly potentially be something there with him and Daisy which is not surprising to me and I kind of felt like that's where we were trying to go but we don't really go there and they try to muddy it up um, because we had when um, Gil was there and Daisy was in a relationship with Gil. She's another one that I wanted to see like in a relationship because I feel like the first season and as if you're a, an OG listener, you're probably like, you're always like, you should be a kid and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, but like part of being a kid is like being in these relationships and learning and growing from them and not trying to like be in one relationship and stick to it until the day you die like no navigate being a teenager and part of that is like being in these relationships and learning and growing from being in relationships in high school so 
But one of the things that I want to see with Daisy, because last season, like, she was so focused. She's a school-focused person in general. She's very driven. Um, but I kind of wanted to see her, like, have that. And so we get Gil. <laughs> and let me tell you about Gil. Because you guys know I love me. I love to solve something. I love a mystery. And going into the show, because I just casually watch it, I'm not going in thinking, like, someone's pulling the wool over my eyes or anything like that. Or I need to use my brain. <laughs> I'm literally just watching it to watch it and enjoy it. But when Gil came on the screen, now they got me because I didn't know he was a mole. Like I wasn't expecting that. That was that was a good little like throw it in there. But it was just something about Gil that just to me was like off. And I was like, I don't know why he seems off, but he just, I don't know. And I don't know if it was the glasses or what it was, but I was just like, every time he showed up on screen, I was like... I don't know what it is, but it's something about him that I just, I don't know. And even when um, Mac is like doing all his pranks or whatever, but Gil's not reacting to them. I was just like, there's no way this kid is really this like <laughs> innocent. <laughs> and then kind of find out he's a mole. So that was funny. I was like, okay, I didn't see that coming. But like that explains why it was just something off about him. And... Yeah, so I, I appreciated that mole moment. <laughs> but in trying to prank Gil, um, Jamie and Lexi, are, well, Jamie has a moment earlier in the season where um, there's an interaction between Daisy and Mac. And you kind of see like a light bulb go off in his head where he's kind of like, hmm, are there feelings here? And then he voices them later on when they're trying to stop Mac from seriously hurting Gil in a prank and he's like I know you like Daisy and all this other stuff and he's like um you like they essentially trap him in whatever room that they're in and they're like you're not gonna get free until you admit that you have feelings for Daisy and then he does but then he says and they let him go and he does the prank anyway but he says that he lied, but then it's like, but did he really lie? And then they have like, Daisy and Mac have their moments at the, um, like the 12 hour dance that they did when they were trying to work together. Like they had some moments there. There's a little flirtatious moment at the end when um, she whispers something into Gil's ear and Mac's like, well, what did you whisper to him? And she's like, oh, I only date guys who win or something like that. So like, I just feel like they're throwing they're throwing those crumbs out there so it's, we could potentially go somewhere we want to in the future but then that brings me full circle moment back to when i was talking about how um zach had like his grounding person in kelly then would daisy be max grounding person because like <laughs> mac is trash when it comes to to the girls at the school so i don't know we'll see who else did we not talk about? Oh, we gotta talk about Dexter, um, or Dexter, that's the actor's name. Devante is the actual character's name. And so we kind of got to see him more as a, more joyous this season, I would say. Whereas the first season he was kind of resistant, guarded, and still trying to like navigate being in this new type of a setting with all these rich kids who literally don't have a care in the world and he can't really trust them and now we see him in this season he's a little more relaxed he has his girlfriend even though he's still kind of like 
navigating being in a relationship with someone who has so much money that if he does something, if the car gets like banged up or whatever, and it costs $500, she's just like, oh, just use my credit card. Like, he's like, what? So we still get to see him deal with some of that, but he just seems more joyous. And he even like has um, mention of being like black boy joy and all that other stuff, just like, you know, Yes, all this, all the stuff that we've seen, or especially over the past two years, um, with dealing with black people and people of color, but also like black men in general and black women as well. But it's been a lot of black men, um, specifically. I feel like it's a higher percentage on the screens and just being able to see like this kid be joyous and love life and like doing the things he loves, which is school and being involved and having friends and singing and like all that other stuff. Like I'm here for it. So I was fun watching him. And then also like he got a job working at the max and he actually enjoys working at the max. So I don't know. And then also to see like his relationship with um, Topman kind of like has developed because he talked about staying with him over the um, Pam situation <laughs> um, because he didn't want to get his grandmother sick. And so that's kind of like them, like him being able to have someone that he can, someone else as an adult form that he can depend on was also great to watch. What else? Oh, uh, Jesse and Slater kind of rekindling old flames because you know Jesse is going through her divorce and they had a whole like showgirls moment which I haven't watched showgirls in like I don't know how long so I don't even remember what happens in that movie but it was just like really weird that it was in this but it was like oh okay so they kind of like melded it together to be like I don't know but it was in there um and you kind of see them both like fighting their feelings throughout the entire thing and then finally just being like oh like let's give into it towards the end after like consistently like pushing each other off so we'll see where they go um with that in the future what else oh we got to see more of um mac and zach's relationship because we knew like mac was struggling with zach or trying to be like, what's the word? Trying to overcompensate to please Zach in a way, if that makes sense. And so this season we kind of got to see like that relationship because Zach is no longer, um, I think he was mayor or governor or whatever it was that he was, but um, he is no longer that. So he's been spending way more time at home. And at first Max like, oh, that's cool. But then he subs at school and things kind of take a turn. And that's when Mac is like, I'm going to do the one thing that, cause like Zach is still getting like all this praise and he's the best and all this other stuff. So Mac feels like overshadowed by his father. And so that's like his drive to be like, oh, I'm going to win the spirit competition because my father didn't do it. Um, so we got to see more of that relationship was just interesting. Cause I feel like the first season, um, as far as like the, the OG cast, we didn't really, we saw um, Slater and Jesse because like, they're um recurring or yeah what is I can't even think they're a part of the main cast <laughs> but um Zach and Kelly and even Lisa kind of just like popped in every once in a while and I feel like this season we saw more of them um 
including Lisa. And that was great to see. They had their whole Screech dedication in the first episode, which I don't know. It's kind of weird because we know that um, Dustin Diamond, who plays Screech, was a controversial person. And there's a lot of controversy around him and around his relationship with his castmates. And we and he did pass um, last year um, from cancer, I believe. And then this season, they like he's we know Screech is is no longer with us in the show. And so they had like a whole dedication for him. They didn't really say how he passed away on the show, but like they did do a whole moment where they talked about there was something on the menu that was named after him. And they kind of like reflected on um, him as a friend. And then they played some old clips from the OG <laughs> Saved, by the, Saved by the Bell um, show. So I don't know, it was interesting to see that on the screen and um, that they did a dedication for him considering everything that we know that that went on behind the scenes um and yeah and I honestly don't know like kind of where they all left off with him in real life in their personal lives but you know that's not my business <laughs> so <laughs> there is that um and then Kelly we saw more of her we know that she is, had been contemplating when to be a doctor and so she had a whole moment where she's like literally and I don't remember Kelly being this um what's the word is dense the right word like I thought she was always like smart and like confident and intelligent in a way like Jesse was always like the smart one but like I don't know she's been coming off a little more aloof <laughs> in this reboot and I feel like I don't remember her being that way but I don't know so um she talked about how she left everything to chance and the universe and all this other stuff. And Jesse's kind of like, girl, you need to <laughs> make some decisions. So they have that whole moment of her trying to figure out if she wants to actually be a doctor and she decides to go move forward with it. So we kind of get to see her um, dealing with that. Uh, Lisa, also we saw more of her. We know that she's a very famous designer and uh, she, cause I think last season we only saw her once in the season she popped up quite a few times. So that was good to see. What else? I think that's everything. I do want to say the Spencer kid who is Alexi's friend when he stood up to her sort of kind of in the end of the season. I was like, thank you, because Lexi just be super horrible to him. But he always be like down to like ride and to see him be like, you know what? <laughs> like, screw you. I was like, yes, yes. All the snaps. But um, yeah, I think that's everything that I need to say, oh, I didn't even talk about Aisha and Chloe. So we got Chloe, um, who's a new character who's played by Ariella Bearer, Bar Bearer. Sorry if I messed your last name up, but we know her from um, Runaways, which was a, a show that I really enjoyed watching. And I've talked about it so you can go and you can listen to what I had to say about um, Marvel's Runaways. But she is here as a student who's part of, because we kind of, um, we get introduced to her after there's this whole thing with a, someone, a trans student who wanted to play on one of the sports teams or whatever, and the parents were having a conniption fit. And so we find out that there is a student group there for LGBTQIA plus students. And that's when we met, that's when we meet Chloe. And right off the bat, we can see that Chloe has like interested in Aisha. And at first it's like, Aisha is not aware of it, but then it's like, um, 
then she kind of like gets aware of it but then she we find out that she's also attracted to Chloe and um I can't remember if they mentioned it in the first season that Aisha was identified as bi but she does so then they end up like after trial and error and Aisha being like you know this is new for me I've never um been in a relationship with a girl and been out and all that other stuff and so like seeing her navigate that and um then she's like she tells her friends and everyone's like cool with it because like duh and then um we get to see her be in this relationship so I don't know I feel like everyone kind of like ended with a relationship outside of like Mac and Dust and Destiny and Daisy <laughs> But yeah, overall, it was a fun season. And I love that the season was around the spirit competition because like everyone got to just have fun and be relaxed and it didn't seem so polarizing or um, serious as I felt like the first season kind of felt with everything that was going on with the kids transferring to the school and like trying to keep the kids at school and all that other, all the other complexities that came with that in the first season. So yeah, it was a fun um it was a fun season. Don't have worry yet if there's going to be a season three. I think it should be a season three just because I love how, like, we just need more of these, like, teeny shows that are a little more relaxed and chill where they have funny moments, but also, like, mix in learning moments that are actually, like, good learning moments and not, like, all this over-sexualized teen drama that we get on everything else. So hopefully we get a season three of Say by the Bell. I think the cast is great. Um, no complaints on that and yeah I don't know what you guys thought about season two of Saved by the Bell let me know on all the things uh social media dms discord all that and I will talk to you guys in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently Benjamin on instagram and at current Benjamin twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and i'll talk to you in the next one